the Off the Ball Podcast Network. Dundalk are the 2019 SSE Artricity League Premier Division champions. They've beaten Shamrock Rovers by three goals to two here in front of 3,634 fans at Oriel Park. It's their fifth league title in six seasons and their second in a row. They were two about the breakthrough headers from Sean Hoare and Robbie Benson before Rovers got one back via Aaron Green. And then a goal of the season contender from Michael Duffy in the 60th minute top corner from 25 yards right footed. That made it 3-1. Rovers made things nervy towards the end making it 3-2. Sean Hoare lost the ball in the box. Graham Burke found Aaron McAniff and his shot flew into the bottom corner of the net but in the end it didn't matter it ended 3-2 to Dundalk they are league champions again for 2019 and a chance of course to win a treble as well they're already league cup and league champions and they will now face Sligo Rovers away in the FAI Cup semi-final on Sunday as for Shamrock Rovers their season's not over just yet either they are going to be in FAI Cup semi-final action themselves this Friday against bitter rivals Bowls. but as for tonight Dundalk the 2019 LOI champions and the chance of Championé Championé continue here at a packed Oriel Park so with Dundalk first team coach no head coach Vinnie Perch title manager what's the actual title I need to remember because I just said John Gill was first team coach you're head coach and you're a league winner congratulations yeah but in all of that don't forget Rory Higgins he's the assistant manager and I've been that soldier here for six seven years and Rory is, you know, is forgotten about sometimes fellas in that position and he drives us, he's the one that gets the players going Monday morning and um, ultimately this is it. This has always been about the group and um, we've lost a lot of big names out of the group over years like Tell, Finn, Boyle, Horgan and we've just kept going and um, the, group has, the group has been brilliant this year and we deserve all the credit. We're probably an hour and 15, an hour and 20 after the game, Vinny, you've done lots of media. Have you had a chance yet to speak to the players, speak to the staff, say well done? No, not really, um, you know, other than hugging it out with them. I suppose I a phone call from home and that's the only phone call I've, I've sort of taken and very emotional that, you know, friends and family are, for them, it probably in one sense means more because they know how hard I, I have to work to, to achieve my goals. So, uh, really, you know... A special night, special night for the group, and yeah, I want the players to celebrate tonight, and they have to enjoy these moments. And I'll hook up with them shortly, but um, you know, we'll get back to work then. Unfortunately, tomorrow I had a big game on Sunday. What does it mean to you, Vinny, to have led the team to the league title and the EA Sports Cup with a cup semi-final to come on Sunday? Yeah, listen, um, I suppose, as I said, it's more about friends and family. They're, they're the ones that know how hard you work. Like I was on the hill up in Sacred Heart not that many years ago, coaching um, because of. When I played, I, I came out, and when you're not a big-name player, you have to do it the hard way. So I suppose it's probably great for young coaches and coaches at a lower level to say, if that fella can do it, maybe I can. And I hope, hope it inspires a couple of more coaches. And ultimately, it's about uh, Irish football getting better. And I hope people, you know, if it's 1B, Leinster Senior League, or when I went to Malahide uh, at Division 1, they look at that and say... That, that could be a rule for me as well so I hope uh, this inspires for want of a better word other people to, to feel they can achieve ultimately what I've, I've achieved as, as you know the manager of this club and in terms of the performance in the game tonight Vinny I said to a couple of lads in the press box at about 35 minutes that's Pell your team was so good Patrick Hoob impressing passing the ball well a couple of great goals from crosses a really good performance to win you the league even though Rovers got 2 in the second half you won 3-2 but that first half I thought we were very very good yeah, I think I'm, I'm a bit disappointed in the last 10-15 minutes. That's not winning the league to Dundalk way. But at the same time, it probably adds to the occasion. And People watching on a Monday night are will they, won't, won't they? Uh, so it probably adds to the occasion. But listen, I thought we were. I thought some of our attacking play tonight was really vintage Dundalk. And then we had to show a little bit of metal. They're good side rovers and they made it difficult for us in, at the end there. 
But we caused our own problems with that second goal. That's not us. But um, you know, we conceded two. We were 13 goals conceded in the league before tonight. So that's an area that you know we'll, we'll, we'll improve. But listen, special night. Fans stuck by us there tonight, and um, they, they, I asked for Oriel to, Oriel to be rocking, and it certainly was. And lastly, Vinny, um, a bottle of Coors Light awaits you. So last one, EA Sports Cup final, one League One, FAI Cup semi final Sunday. Interviewed Liam Buckley on Sunday for the podcast this week as well he's wanted a big showgrounds atmosphere like it was tonight to try and beat your team and you've got to go again lift your players after celebrating tonight which I know you will do to go and try and get in the final yeah I want to I want us to celebrate tonight listen we, we've been in the middle of Europe we've been down in Coles uh, way to Derry way to Waterford and, and now away to Sligo so if we're going to if we're going to get to the FAI Cup final we're going to do the hard way uh, but the players the players will be ready uh, they will enjoy tonight but they'll be here tomorrow and, and then we'll, we'll move on and you know, I hope the I hope the showgrounds are sold out. I think League of Ireland needs and FEI needs good news story tonight. I hope it was a good night for people on TV, and again, I hope it's a good night on on Sunday um, for for TV and, and and the good of the game. Yeah, but there we have any best of luck. See you then. Well done. All right, thank you. So much on docks. Jamie Lugrazi finishes his bottle of water before a bottle of beer. Jamie, congratulations, League champions again. How does it feel? Uh, no beer here, Jay. Um, but yeah, uh, it's just unbelievable. So it is. You can't put it into words when the final whistle blows. And you're finally crowned champions. It's just you can't even you can't even point into words. It's just unbelievable feeling. Yeah, I was in United Park two weeks ago when Shells won the league. We didn't get the trophy. Went on the pitch to do a video. Amazing scenes. I was in Talk on Friday when they lifted the trophy and came on the pitch tonight just at the final was a blue to do a video for off the ball and witness it as a journalist. What's it like to witness as a player and, and be, you know, the ones who the players are coming on to or the fans That's, are coming on to hold and stuff. It's it's unbelievable feeling. When you're growing up as a kid, you don't you always think about these things. You see it on TV. Um, I used to go to all the Jotty night matches and. I just, when they were successful, so it was just <clears throat> being in that position now and having people celebrating with you is just unbelievable. And my family here tonight was just an unbelievable, uh, unbelievable feeling. And it's actually my dad's birthday today, so it's it's a good gift to give him. So I know I'm just you can't put it into words. Yeah, I just saw you wishing him a happy birthday there, and, and you, you got a photo with him and, and your mum as well. And you know, families, friends, you know, partners, wives, girlfriends, kids come to watch the team around Europe, around the country. Lots of sacrifice for you guys. You're training quite a lot, and you're away from them a lot. And it's a moment for them to. Yeah, um, personally, like we've been in this this year nearly every weekend, and it's tough for people like my girlfriend, my friends, my family. It's tough for people like that. So it's just great to give them these uh, these memories as well. So just pay them back in a little way. So, um, but yeah, like I said, as soon as that final whistle went, all the sacrifice you put yourself through the year, just great to win. No, it's just what we've worked for all year, and to win it tonight in the way we did, it was just it was just unbelievable. You're getting used to winning leagues and winning cups and you know going into a change room that's a winning change room afterwards and the champagne and the photos and those few minutes as well. Does that get old? Does it get less enjoyable? Does it get more enjoyable? No, it gets even better I think. Um, last year was my first league title so obviously that was going to be unbelievable but this year has been no different. It's, it's been Everybody's been eyeing the three, the three titles so we've got two in the bag so far and it's been unbelievable so it has. We can enjoy tonight but we have to, we have to be back in tomorrow and we have a big game to come Sunday to get, try and get into the final in the Aviva is where we want to be so um, we have to target that as well but it's, it's an unbelievable feeling. Is there a danger of everybody including me talking about a treble that Sligo Rovers come to the showgrounds on, on, on Sunday I have Liam Buckley in the podcast this week and use that as everybody's talking to Dundalk in the final of Dundalk treble and you haven't got there yet? No we haven't got there at all and like you said it is because it's a very tricky place to go we've been there twice this year and it's you never get it easy down there. They've quality players right throughout the team, and Liam I know very well, and he gets his team playing very good football. So um, we're not going to take our eye off the ball at all. We're back in tomorrow, um, ready to train and get prepared for that. So 
um, that's that's the next one on the list now. So no weekend off, no nothing at all, no just straight away go. No, we can enjoy tonight, maybe have a few beers or whatever. But uh, we're back in tomorrow, tomorrow at twelve, ready to go, ready to go for Sunday. So that's the plans. Jamie, enjoy, and of course, it's not a weekend off because it's Monday night. So just straight back in Tuesday, and then you play Sunday, so you have an extra few days to get ready and prepare for another big game. Yeah, we've an extra day, which is brilliant, recovery-wise as well. We're in tomorrow for recovery. I don't know what the plans are yet. We might be out to the sea or whatever. So. Um, yeah, like I said, we can't take a ride of the ball. Big, massive game Sunday, so we want to get to the Aviva, but Sligo standing away, so it's going to be tough. Yeah, to see a great place to cure a hangover. Jamie, well done, congrats. Cheers, Jay. Thanks, man. So with Dundalk first team coach John Gill, John, a bottle of cores in the hand. We spoke at Richmond Park in the middle of the season before a European game, and you weren't going for a point, you were going for an alcoholic Heineken, but tonight's the night to, to have a proper beer and celebrate the league. It is, Jamie. I haven't had much alcohol the last seven or eight months, just with the schedule that we've had, and you can't. Can't be one of you know. Don't do as I do, do as I say. So we, we, none of us have, but we'll enjoy a few sherbets tonight. It'll be tonight strictly. We're back in tomorrow for recovery at twelve, and then we'll focus then on Sunday. It's it's a it's a pleasure to be around this group of players. Like we've turned around the thirteen point deficit into a twenty eight point game. That says a lot about the players. We it was well documented. We had a huge amount of injuries this year in midfield. We just, in the midfield area, we've had four surgeries in the group, which again is unprecedented in any group that I've been around. But we've kept our heads down, kept working hard. I feel the players maybe haven't got the, the credit maybe they deserved. They'll probably get it now and they fully deserve it. But they're not only leaders on the pitch, they're leaders off it. You look at the, the gesture they made this week to Sean, to Sean Russell. As a group, we decided to make a, a, a collection of, and we, 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 we donated a significant amount of money to young Sean. And that's what these players are like. It was They, they drive that on. So they're leaders on it and they're leaders off it. John, the staff, I just spoke there, Mike Tracy, the chairman, he was talking about the staff, yourself and Vinny and Rory Higgins and everybody else and, you know, how quickly you had to become a new group of staff in the off-season when Stephen F and you guys came in and you've led this group to the title and to the League Cup and to the FAI Cup semi-finals. Talk to us about that group that you're working in as staff. Well, listen, Stevie O'Donnell has to get a mention as well, Jamie, because Stevie, you know, the Pats have got a usually talented young manager and Stevie O'Donnell. We just had it, we clicked straight away when we came in. I didn't know Stevie O'Donnell or or Rory Higgins that well. In fact, I didn't know them at all. Um, I knew Vinny a bit, didn't know Vinny that well. Signed him as a player and let him go. So when, when he asked me to come in, it was ob for obvious, we all know the reasons why, but I felt I wasn't just going to come in just to, you know, uh, make up the numbers. I felt I wanted to try and contribute something. I had other, I had previous offers to go into other clubs and it just it didn't feel right. Here it did. I, fe I felt I could make a contribution. I felt I could help the young management team that was here. I feel I've done that. I've a huge, I've a huge respect for the players. I know they have a huge respect for me. And outside of that bubble, it doesn't really matter what other people think. And there've been other people with opinions on the way the setup was here. I think the setup has been it's been vindicated tonight. I appreciate we're only probably 40 minutes after the game, John. But there's an FAI Cup semi-final to come on Sunday against Sligo. Um, Liam Buck is going to be on the podcast this week as well. He's hoping to win the game, get back to the Viva. He's a very great history in the Cup. But the Dock are going to try and win the Cup again, win the treble. And after that performance tonight, I'm sure you have lots of confidence you can go and do that. I think we did. I thought we were excellent tonight, Jay. I thought it was a great game. Yeah, well. I really did. I thought it was a super game. And great that it was on television in a way, although the night that was in it maybe. But it was a great crowd here, good atmosphere. But I thought some of the football from both teams was magnificent. Um, Bowles, uh, Rovers have a tricky uh, you know, a tricky assignment on Friday against, against Bowles. We have a really tricky assignment up in Sligo. They've already turned us over there earlier on in the season so we're going up there with no you know we know we know exactly what's ahead of us but we'll, we'll celebrate tonight we'll get our heads down tomorrow we'll work hard the next this next week you know and prepare properly for Sligo this, this these group of players have already they don't owe anybody anything but they're on the cusp of creating something really really special and we want to try and do that as a group and lastly that special thing is an Aviva Stadium final again it's a treble which hasn't been done in years and years and years Will that be mentioned in the building? Will it be mentioned before the match? Will it be mentioned at half-time if you're drawn or losing? It probably will be now, Jamie, because it's a realistic target now, I think. Um, 
I think as well within a remit to do it. It's funny, most of these players weren't born when the last treble was done. I was playing in the league then, and I remember that Derry side, and I can name them 1-11 to 11 to you, because I played against them. So you've you a real chance to, to leave a massive, massive legacy. Now, these players have already left a legacy, but what a, what a legacy would be if you could go and do a treble. It would be an absolutely superb achievement, and, and, and you know what, they deserve it. John Gill, you deserve it too. Enjoy the party. Thank you. Cheers, Jamie. Thanks a million. So, Dundalk's latest league winner, Sean Horam, keeping him from the party. So, Sean, thanks for your time. What does it feel like to be a league champion again? Yeah, it feels great. Um, look, it was a tough game. Um, but it's been a long time coming now with the, with the league. We're happy to wrap it up. And uh, yeah. yeah, look, it was a tough game. Rovers had really, really um, good spells. Um, they're a great side. So, uh, yeah, they put us under the cosh for a while and we had to kind of ride it out. But... Look, nobody really cares um, about the performance. It's all about the results, so we've, we've won that now. So, Yeah, the opening goal, Michael Duffy's corner is perfect for you. Your timing is uh, just as good, and a bullet header past Adam Manis to put your team 1-0 up. Yeah, look, as you said, uh, Mickey's, Mickey's cross is unreal. Uh, it's not like him. But, uh, not uh, yeah, his cross is unreal. Was, and, you know, it would have been harder to miss it, but a bit of confusion in our box, and I just, we just you know, took advantage, so happy days. How good was the team performance? Like there were spells in the press box where we're going, particularly in that first half before you got the second goal where we're going. This is as good as Dundalk play against the top team. Really, really good. Like, um, sorry, say again. As in just how how you felt the team played tonight, particularly in that first half. I said yeah. to the lads in the press box, maybe about thirty minutes in, how good you were with the ball, Patrick Hoop and pressing, just a real good, intense, proper performance to win the league. Yeah, look, first half I think we controlled it a bit more, and um, they did play well, but I think we defended well and. and they didn't threaten us too much, but um, you know, uh, second half I think was a bit, it was a bit more tilted towards them. They played, they you know, upped it. They had to. Um, they got the goal back, and, and they put us under under the cosh for a while. And um, look, they had large spells of good possession, um, but thankfully, you know, they only they only got the two. So um, yeah, look, we're ha- we're happy out. And lastly, you'll face your old friend Liam Buckley in the FAI Cup semi-final on Sunday. Uh, a manager who wants to get back to the Aviva. He has great experience in the Cup. You know that from playing under him. Mm. What's your thoughts on that game? Yeah, look, Liam will love getting back to the Aviva if he does. And he's, uh, you know, he really drills into his players how, how good it is, how good a feeling it is to, to get there. So, um, look, we've, we've played up there a couple of times this year and it's been very tough, um, you know, especially with a packed crowd. I think it'll be, it'll be, it'll be really tough and um, they play good football and... Um, Obviously, one of the well-documented results, uh, you know, in a negative way for us was was up there that they beat us. So, um, look, it's a semi and can happen, but we'll have to get back on it now this week and, um, you know, cut celebration short and, and, and go again. Sean, thanks a million. Congrats. Enjoy tonight. No worries. Cheers, Jamie. So, with the Dock chairman, Mike Tracy. Mike, another league title here at Oriel Park, a 3-2 win over overs. How are you feeling? Oh, ecstatic. I mean, everything. Emotional, ecstatic. I'm just so proud of these guys. I'm just I'm so proud of this group. You can hear it in your voice. We're only probably 15, 20 minutes after the game. You were out there with the champagne. You were a proper part of the celebrations. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we've put so much into this every single day, and we just want to be perfect. We want to be perfect every single day since, since last November. You know, we were issued a challenge last, late last November. Vinny stepped up. All the senior leaders on the team stepped up, and, and we all decided that day we are going to be here today. And so it's, it's just I'm so proud of the guys. Yeah, talk to me about the job that Vinny Perth has done as, as head coach. He was on the podcast with me last week before the EA Sports Cup final. You've won that, you've won the league, you've a cup semi this Sunday. Some first season as a manager. It's incredible. It's got to be one of the best first seasons in, in managerial history in, in Ireland, and, and he's done it differently. He's, he, when you think of Vinny, he's, he's not only managing players, but he's managing a whole team of backroom staff, of coaches, and, and he's such a great allocator of responsibility and keeping everyone together and upbeat. And it's just you, you guys only see what happens on the pitch, and that, that's one day a week. But the six other days, you know, Vinny's ten times better. It's, it's really incredible. 
Yeah, I think every player that started the game tonight played in the FAI Cup final last year. The consistency of the squad, you guys were able to offer longer-term contracts. Vinny was able to sit down very quickly after Stephen left to identify who he wanted to keep. Some of them, the likes of Sean Gannon, were on three-year deals. And that's something that the can do, is, is keep the best players at this club, which is a massive thing to win leagues. Yeah, of course. I mean, it, we're a club that relies heavily on culture, and we have a great sense of culture and togetherness here. And so having guys be able to stay here for long-term contracts is, is, is massive to us. And, and to go out and do what we did last year, win the double, and then even have the conversation for a treble right now, is it, it's crazy given the amount of games we've been playing the last several months. And Mike, your own role, you're very active on Twitter with the club. You've been at most of the games. I think you spent some of your time sitting in the U.S. How would you sum up your own role in the club since you've come in? And It's been a great couple of years in terms of trophies anyway. I, I get over when I, I haven't been at most of the games. I got, I got a wife at home, so okay. as I say, happy wife, happy life. So I, I, I get over here when I can, but, but my, my job is, is to oversee and, and allocate responsibility and let everyone else do the rest of the work. You look at the work that guys like Martin Connolly and Mark Dillon are doing off the pitch and then on the pitch. Vinny and, and Andy Burton's played a massive role for us behind the scenes and just professionalizing the club and, and raising the standard this year. It's just watching all these guys grow, and they've all grown this year, and they all tell you that they've, they've made a huge leap this year. It's, it's really incredible. Yeah, Andy Burton and, and Mike Devon have been two people much talked about. Andy Burton, former Sky Sports presenter, is, is working as an advisor with the club along with his job in Bournemouth. And, and, um, you know, we have a new chief executive in Mike who's worked in the UK and stuff, talk to, or Mark, to talk to us about their roles and why you brought them to the club. Oh, they just bring a breadth of experience. Both of them have been in the game for a really long time. And, and Andy, we obviously know at AFC Bournemouth. And Bournemouth is, is, is one of the most professional clubs over in the Premier League. You know, we were involved in Bournemouth for four years. And we were involved the first year that they came up. And, and they went from being a championship club to being a Premier League club overnight, just in terms of the professionalism and, and how they think about things. Now everyone works together as one team. So having Andy has been massive. Mark obviously was at Brentford for years. Having him come over and, and integrate himself into the club and, and bring his experience has been fantastic for us. And Mike, lastly, you've got a cup semi-final on Sunday. Hopefully, from your point of view, a cup final again at the Aviva. Where does the club go next, given you know, it's winning every trophy possible to it? It's, it's you know, got the biggest budget in the country. Talks with Oriel Park maybe being improved and stuff. There was a piece in the, in the programme today about a possible ground share with Lau GAA. From your point of view as the chairman, where does it go next? Europe. We've got to get better in Europe. That's it. We, we clinched the title today. Today we qualified for Europe next year. We're probably one of the first teams to qualify for Europe, so this means we have the most time to prepare for Europe next year. Given the turnover we had last season when, and the time it took for us to get our manager approved to get in, we started preparing for Europe in January. We're in late September now, and we're going to start preparing for Europe tomorrow. But that's the next goal. We want to go to group stages. This year we underachieved, but that's okay. When you underachieve, you don't really lose because you gain knowledge for the next season. So... Uh, focus on Europe starts tomorrow and then lastly in terms of this stadium I put up a tweet during the game it's an electric place to watch a football match when Dundalk are winning and when it's full but there are issues with facilities away fans I know you've improved toilets and stuff is there a plan to do more with the facilities for the fans at the ground yeah we're looking at what we can do to improve the facilities uh, we've already improved the facilities over there for the players and yeah we do need to make a better experience here but that being said we're not going to come spend five million dollars out of our pocket to build real estate on land we don't own. That just doesn't make sense. No one can tell me that that makes sense. Of course, we want to improve the ground and make the state an experience better, but we need to work with the county. We need to work with government leaders. And like you said, this, this is a big part of this community, and we all need to work together to make this place the place that everyone comes to to get together and, and participate uh, with each other. That was an Off The Ball Podcast Network presentation.